You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. So I want to start today by asking you a question. Are you a Christian? Are you a Christian? Answer that question. If the answer is yes, I want to ask you, when you see people doing things that are not right, how do you respond? How do you handle those situations? Is it in a way that honors the name of Jesus? Or do you just speak negative about those situations? Remember, it's very easy to criticize a situation. But you can never improve a situation by criticizing it. I often ask myself, do I just look at situations or at people, point out their wrongs? Or do I take the time to see how I can correct those wrongs? Anybody can point the finger and say that's wrong. But can we go in the power of the Holy Spirit and show a more excellent way? There are bad things happening around us every day. Do good to change the bad that you see. That is my sermon topic for today. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Luke, chapter 6, verse 37. The Bible says, Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you shall be forgiven. Give. And it will be given to you good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be put into your bosom. Can you see the need to do good? When you do good, good will be done towards you. When you show grace, you'll receive grace. The Bible warns us here not to judge. It is very easy to judge. Remember, with the same measure that you measure, it will be measured back to you. That's why we have to be very careful. Are you just criticizing? Are you one of the fault finders pointing the finger the whole time? Or can you come and provide a solution? In a world where there's so many things going on around us that is bad, that is wrong, God has given us the ability to change our situation and our circumstances. Remember, Genesis 8 verse 22 says, From the beginning... Seed time and harvest. If you want to change your situation, your circumstances, start planting good seeds. Turn to the person next to you and say, plant good seeds. Tell them again, say, plant good seeds. Anybody can criticize. Anybody can point the finger. But can you bring the solution? The Bible is the standard for our lives. We should view all our actions in the light of God's Word. It brings a moral standard. It shows us how our behavior and our conduct should be. A matter of fact, God's Word reflects His character. Remember, when you know somebody's Word, you know their character. And when you know their character, that person becomes predictable. We know the Word of God. That's why we know the character of God. 
when you come to God in humility and sincerity of heart, and you say, Lord, forgive me, I've messed up. What is he going to say? You know his character and his nature that he's going to say, you are forgiven. That's the nature of God. Family, let us be known as people who are for good. And not just a people that's against bad. What do I mean? It's easy to say this person is weak. But what are you doing to strengthen that person? We can be against poverty. But what are you doing to bless your community? It's easy to point the finger. But a little example can have a huge influence on people's lives by just showing Jesus Christ. If we are condemning people the whole time, remember the law said, thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not, and it brings condemnation. If we are bringing condemnation upon people, you should ask yourself, do you practice what you preach? A sermon like today, do good to change the bad that you see. It's easy to preach it. It's easy to give you the scriptures. But you need the help of the Holy Spirit to be able to go and actually live it, to show a more excellent way. Remember, Romans 2 verse 1 teaches us, Therefore, you inexcusable, for whosoever or whatsoever you judge, you condemn yourself because you practice the same thing. Instead of criticizing, the Bible says we should show a more excellent way. We should do good to change the bad that we see. This is the challenge on the inside. If I have to ask who has been wronged, who has had something bad done against them, everybody would raise their hands. Jesus never strived to be good. He simply was good. In Acts 10 verse 38, the Bible teaches us how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with a Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good, healing and delivering people. Before Jesus started healing and delivering people, helping people, he was doing good. Can you see the Holy Spirit empowered him to do good? Jesus did not labor to be truthful. He simply was truthful. Didn't struggle to have a good reputation. He had character. That's what people want to see, sons and daughters of God being revealed, showing the character of God. This is what we need, character of God. When you are born from above, when you are born of love, even when a world is hating you, you can love. Does your character Reveal your confession. I mean, is your confession lining up with your character? How many souls have you been wounding for Jesus? Romans 2 verse 4 teaches us that it's the goodness of God that leads people to repentance. The goodness of God. Not judgment, not condemnation. That's why we have to go out and show people the goodness of God. One good deed cancels a million wrongs. One good deed. 
that one little thing that you do that seems ordinary can have an extraordinary effect upon people's lives. When we accept the Lord Jesus Christ, we accept His nature. We accept His ability. Can you see how important it is that our words, our thoughts, and our actions reveal what we believe? Your thoughts, your words, your actions should reveal what you believe. Parents, listen to me. What your children see, what you believe, what you say, what you do at church should be exactly the same at home. Exactly the same. That is the character of Christ on the inside of you. Are you a fault finder without providing a solution? should not do that. When we have Christ on the inside of us, we can go out and do good. Listen to me. If you are continuing to blame other people for your self-inflicted calamities, things that you are going through, you will never change. Because while you are pointing the finger at other people to start doing good towards you, you're excusing yourself to do good to help others. And your community cannot change. Your environment cannot change. Whereas God has given us the ability, seed time and harvest. When you start planting good seeds in your community, you'll start seeing a good harvest. Jesus was tempted in every way, yet he continued to love. Remember, he said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they are doing. How do you forgive those? How do you forgive others when they wrong you? When people curse you, can you bless them? When they despitefully use you, can you pray for them? Turn with me in your Bibles to Luke chapter 6 again, verse 27. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. The words that we speak either build people up or rip them apart. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. And pray for those who spitefully use you. The words that you speak constantly paint a picture of what is going on in the inside of you. Your words that you speak reveals your heart. Jesus said here, when they curse you, move in the opposite spirit and bless them. The words that you speak have the ability to draw people to you, draw people to Jesus, or push people away from you, push people away from Jesus. If you want a situation to improve, you have to start by changing your confession about that situation. If you continue to criticize it and speak negatively about it, 
in your heart, you're not ready to believe that it can change. Because if you believe it, your confession will change. Family, listen to me. Wars don't start because of guns and cannons and airplanes and boats. Words are the very thing that begin wars. Fights, they start with words. Friendships start with words. Offense often starts with words. So we have to be careful what we say. Your words will reveal what kind of heart you have. Is it a heart that it's full of strife, pride and conflict? Or is it a humble heart that's full of peace, that is ready in any situation to be a peacemaker? It's not just to be this outwardly, most importantly to be it inwardly. To go out in the power of the Holy Spirit and make a difference. It's not what we preach. It's what we are living, what we believe. That's why we have to live according to the Word of God. Remember the seven sons of Sceva. They tried to do what Paul was doing. But they were just doing it outwardly, inwardly. They had not aligned their lives with the Word of God. Young people, listen to me. Listen to me. I want to talk to the young people. You say you are young. You have a lot of time. I can do bad now, and later on I'll do good. You want to plant bad seeds now? All that you are doing, you're ensuring a bad harvest later on. But you can make a decision now to plant seeds of love, seeds of hope, seeds of righteousness. And you can start shaping your destiny now already by the seeds that you plant. This is the promise that God has given us. As a young person, you're not a Christian because your parents are Christians. You're not even a Christian because you come to church. You're a Christian because you're born from above. You have been born again, born of love. Do you know what people need today, young people? They need love. That's what they want, love. Go and demonstrate that love. Go and do good. Go and just encourage somebody. Give them a compliment. This is what it's all about. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 13 teaches us that the most important thing is love. In every situation, if you love, even when bad is coming against you, people cursing you, despitefully using you, you can act with the love nature of Christ. Bless them. Pray for them. Everybody today wants to hold an important title. But a true Christian is known by the love that they have for each other. Let me tell you something. According to the Word of God, the greatest title that you can hold in the Word of God is not CEO or a PhD or maybe to be a minister or even a president in church circles, people want to be a pastor or maybe a prophet or an apostle, ushers and deacons, maybe a bishop. These are not the things that are most important. 
the most important title that you can hold according to the Word of God. When you read the book of Daniel, greatly beloved, greatly beloved. That's the highest, the greatest. When he calls you, he's beloved. It's John in the New Testament, the disciple that God loved. The disciple he loved. Family, listen to me. God will never reveal himself to anybody if that person does not love him. He reveals himself to those who love him. Now, the ground is level. Whether you've just been retrenched, lost your job, had to take a salary cut, maybe lost your business. Maybe you think I'm just at home doing nothing. You can be a beloved. And when you're a beloved, that's the most important. It was to Daniel that God revealed times and seasons, even at the end times that we find ourselves in right now. It was John who wrote Revelations, who God revealed the end times to. It's to those who love him. Psalm 91, because he has set his love upon me, I will deliver him. This is the greatest. Let's look at this world and love it through the eyes of Jesus. For God so loved the world that he gave. Christians, we have to hear and obey the word of God. We have to align ourselves with the word of God. When we study the word of God, we'll have God's opinion about people out there. Jesus said in John 13, I'm giving you a new commandment. Love each other in the way that I loved you. Love each other in the way that I love you. Paul said in Romans 13, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Our neighbor can be anybody. Our neighbor can be from a different religion. Used to be that people were each other's keeper. I'm my brother's keeper. I'm my sister's keeper to look out for each other. But now, you're your brother's destroyer. Try to hinder him, not helping him. Love is the most important thing. Listen to me. People want to change. But sometimes they don't know how to change. Ask anybody with sickness in their body. They want that sickness out of their bodies. But they need somebody to show the way. It's somebody to do something good to help them. So instead of criticizing our society, people around us, let's do good to change the bad that we see. If you are criticizing a situation, it cannot improve. Love sees beyond persecution. Love sees beyond all these things. Love is kind and love is gentle. When we continue to plant these kinds of seeds, things will start to change. Family, listen to me. When you are born of love, born again, then we are sons and daughters of love. Then we can allow the love of God to lead. We can now show love because we need love. 
We can show grace because we need grace. And we know that when we plant those good seeds, we will have a harvest of all these good things. Paul was persecuting the church, killing the church. And later on, when he was born of love, was helping the church. He's the one who said, Father, we are going to forgive as Christ has forgiven me. In Ephesians, forgive as Christ has forgiven you. That's the secret. His power working in us so that we can bring change. You know what I've realized in this society, the world that we live in, nobody's perfect. Not even Christians are perfect. Turn to the person next to you and say, nobody's perfect. This is why it's so important to forgive. This is why forgiveness is so important, because nobody is perfect. That perfect spouse of yours might just disappoint you tomorrow. That perfect friendship might just disappoint you tomorrow. That's why you have to forgive, because we need forgiveness ourselves. We also make mistakes every day. Sometimes when we make a mistake, or when somebody else makes a mistake, the way that we respond can be worse than the mistake that the people made. Have you ever found yourself in a position like that? Somebody did something that was wrong towards you, and the way that you responded was even worse. That's why we have to be careful when people do things wrong, not to point the finger very quickly. We can miss the mark. Amen? So let us ask God to help us. It's the love of God that covers a multitude of sins. What does that mean? It means love does not discuss people's mistakes. Love does not discuss people's faults, the things that they've done wrong. But love covers that and love gives hope to all of that. As Christians, we are called to do good. It's an assignment from heaven. Turn to the person next to you and say, do good. Tell them again, say, do good. Do you know how serious this is? James, James, in James chapter 4, he writes something very profound and very challenging to us as Christians. Remember, the Bible is written to Christians not to unbelievers, not to people in the world. In James chapter 4, verse 17, James says, He who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. So he says, when you know you can do something good and you don't do it, it's sin. Not the evil, not the bad, not the wrong out there. We have an assignment when we see bad, when we see wrong, and we can do good. We have to do good. The Bible encourages us to continue to do good, not to become weary. And Galatians 6 verse 9, he says, Do not become weary in doing good, in helping people, especially the household of faith. Because as you continue to do good, good will come to you. Galatians 6 verse 7 says, God is not mocked, but every man sows that he will reap. Family, listen to me. As a Christian... As you continue to plant righteous seeds in an unrighteous world, although the unrighteousness is there, you'll continue to harvest righteousness. As people curse you, you bless them. Don't be tempted. 
to start to behave in the same spirit of cursing, of despitefully using, but move in the opposite spirit of this world. The love nature on the inside of you, God is there to empower us as He empowered Jesus, anointed Him with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good. Say, Lord, help me to do good. The truth is, sometimes we decide, and I say, this week is going to be my super-duper good week where I'm just going to do good. And before you walk out of the back door, you've done bad. Don't raise your hand, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. As Christians, when we make a mistake, we know His Word. We know His nature and His good character. When you make a mistake, run to Jesus. Say, Lord, please forgive me. Help me to do better. And I promise you, by the Holy Spirit, He's going to help you to do it better, not to make the same mistake again. Learn from your mistakes and let the Holy Spirit help you and remind you not to make the same mistakes over and over. As a pastor, we're not perfect, but hopefully my strengths are now more than my weaknesses. I'm getting it right more than what I'm getting it wrong. And when I get it wrong, God is there to forgive me and to help me. Maybe I need a brother's strength to become my strength. And maybe I can allow my strength to become somebody else's strength. But when we criticize, we're not ready to change the situation. We're not going to improve the situation. But let's have that mindset of God who loved the world, brought the solution, Christ Jesus, laid down his life so that we can experience life and life in abundance. The Holy Spirit will empower you. The Holy Spirit will strengthen you as he strengthened Jesus, as he anointed Jesus who went about doing good. Let's do good. Oftentimes, we just want God to show his goodness, surprise us by showing how good he is towards us. Sometimes we should just have that attitude of surprising God in doing good, just helping somebody, doing something that people can see the nature and the character of God, because it's the goodness of God that leads people to repentance. Selah. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ, loving God, loving people.